Today on the program... Can't you see that we are fucking closed? It's Desperado. Welcome to the Rewatch Party, everybody. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the cylinders to my cock gun, Los and Brandon. That's right. How are you guys doing? You guys want to look at him and say, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were going to pull that one. Of course you did one. that one. That's right. That, that's your that's right game? That's right play game. The that's right game? He says, that's, that's correct. Right. <laughs> Talk correct. Talk correct. <laughs> Talk correct. <laughs> or get raped. That's right. Or get raped. That's right. <laughs> or get raped. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> today we are talking about Desperado from 1995. Last week was 93, right? So we're all yeah. we're just floating around the same time zone here. This is written, produced, and directed by one Robert Rodriguez. That's right, Austin guy. Uh, yes, very much so. Um, famed auteur of Sin City. From Dust Till Dawn, The Faculty. Oh, really? Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. No wonder these two are like so this movie. goddamn similar. Yeah, I mean... Even I saw, has the same cock gun. The, well, that's where the cock gun comes from, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which of these two came first. Because you don't see... You don't see... Well, I don't know which it one It doesn't get first. used in this. Yeah. It gets used in From Dust Till Dawn, but it's the same gun, same prop, and Selma Hayek's in both of them. Yes. As is Quentin Tarantino, because Quentin and... Uh, Robert Rodriguez are old pals. They go way back. Um, he did Planet Terror, which is part of a Grindhouse double feature with best friend Quentin Tarantino. He's so, my best. Dude. So they they each made the, like a 70s style horror drive-in kind of film where uh, his was Planet Terror where uh, Rose McGowan had that machine gun leg. That one was cooler than the Death Proof. Uh, Death Proof was... Uh, Tarantino's, which I was trying to rewatch because I realized he filmed it all in Austin. Oh. And so I was trying to rewatch. It is not as good. It's just not all that good. But the opening scene, the girls that, you know, he's stalking the whole movie, they're dancing around and drinking in Gueros. Okay. And he's sitting in the parking lot of Home Slice, like watching him from the cross street. So you get to see the Home Slice sign nice. behind his car all the time. Yeah. It's like, cool. Goddamn, opening of the movie. Yeah, right there. So except uh, they probably had to close off South Congress for that. And yeah, that, right. And real Austinites were like, "This is Fuck bullshit." <laughs> nah, because it's their boy Rodriguez directing it, so they're probably like, "All right, that's cool." Yeah, you couldn't go to fucking a uh, uh, a busier street. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember when those came out, but our South Congress has just now become kind of a bigger deal. I think that back then it was not as South Congress busy. has always been the place to go. Has it always like, been that busy? Cause I, when we first moved down here six years ago, it seemed like it was still kind of like things were still popping up. There weren't that many shops and restaurants there yet. It was still like blooming. Blooming. No. But I don't know how Austin was in the nineties and early two thousands. I wasn't here obviously, but uh, I mean, continental club is always there and sea boys. So at least it was had something going on. That's right. That is correct. So, yeah, I mean, Robert Rodriguez is going to be coming back a few times, at least for Machete, for sure, with our boy Danny Trejo. Um, So, 
Uh, another note here, this film costs approximately $7 million to make, which is not that much of a budget really? for an action movie. It really is not. Uh, $7 million, at least in 1995, a good chunk of change for sure, but, I mean, movies cost good like chunk upwards of, chunk of a... chunk of change? Of, of, of a hunk of chunk of change. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're looking at $100 million to a oh, billion yeah. dollars now, so $7 million To even be relevant. Much. Yeah. And then do you have the opening weekend? I do not. That's uh, seven point nine million. Oh, jeez! So it made it back in the first in the weekend. First weekend, and uh, I don't know when this was updated, but the the gross that it's made, at least in the U.S., twenty five point four million dollars. So not bad. Not That's too just, bad. That just for domestic, even. Yeah. Um, Worldwide's only well, uh, it says worldwide and U.S. are the same, so that can't be right. Yeah, that's a bit weird. But this was kind of a weird little movie, like snuck up on me. I, I remember watching it. Not realizing it was a sequel. Yeah, I didn't know that. And either. so watching it, and I was like, they kept talking about all the stuff that had happened before, and why he was chasing Bucho and all this. And I was like, this What's, is fucking cool. This, this is a sequel. This is a sequel to what movie? The movie is called El El Mariachi. Oh, okay, El Mariachi. And, uh, the note about this costing seven million dollars to make that is a thousand times the budget that Robert Rodriguez had to make El Mariachi. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, Mariachi was basically a student film of his, and he originally intended this to be just an English version. Like, he wanted to make the movie again now that he had a bit of clout behind him. He had some financing. He was like, that was a good movie. I want to, like, remake it for a bigger audience, but instead decided to make it a sequel. It definitely made it. Uh, El Mariachi made its money back. It's opening weekend, $312,000. Yeah. So it was, it was not a slouch of a movie <laughs> either. Um, and the guy that played the lead, the character that Antonio Banderas plays Antonio in this movie, Banderas. that main actor, uh, I have his name further in the notes when he pops up, but it's one of his buddies that show uh, up at the Carlos end. Carlos Gallardo. Yes, yes. So he plays one of his friends he calls in for help at the end of the movie. So uh, yeah, Interesting. Then, I had no idea. That's It's great know, because that, there is a bunch of stuff in the beginning, or at least like going on through, like why is he even doing this? And you sort of get that he gets, he's looking for payback. Yeah, and then and it's it, it, I feel it just not knowing that when I saw this hell I don't know how many times I had seen this before I knew it was a sequel. Definitely like four or five. It just I I liked how it gave it kind of an air of mystery. While it, you didn't feel lost, it did explain it. You still found out what was going on, what happened before. But I thought it was so cool to jump in to the middle of these guys' conflict. Uh, I was like, man, that is such a cool idea. Uh, so the fact that there was a first movie, I guess it doesn't really ruin it, but it, it seemed like less of a ballsy director move, on my, I guess. But uh, so then during a 2019 interview with Terry Gross, going back to last week's conversation about last names, huh? Terry Gross on NPR, uh, Fresh Air, they have a program, yeah. Uh, Antonio Banderas. I'm going to always have to say his name like that. He recalled the experience of making this movie on an extremely small budget, giving the requirements of the shoot. Uh, he says, it was crazy. We did a movie with practically no money. We did a movie with $3 million. So, I mean, obviously the $7 million includes, like, uh, promotions and all the other shit, right? So that for an action movie, that's nothing. There's a guy in the movie, there's a stunt guy that I kill like nine times. 
I killed the guy with a beard, without right, a beard. Right, there's only two stunt guys. <laughs> there were only time, two right? stuntmen all things. So, like, with a mustache, with blonde hair, with glasses, without glasses. I think he's the guy who made the most money in the movie, was that stunt guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty fucking hilarious. Um, so, I mean, Rodriguez did a whole hell of a lot with nothing for this movie. I mean... He said, it says here in his wiki for this movie, Rodriguez had a $7,000 budget, almost half of which he raised by participating in experimental clinical drug testing while living in Austin. (laughs) (laughs) How funny Uh, is that? What does this pill do? I don't know. Well, fuck it. He was a testy, dude. Yeah, he did those. I I thought about doing that a few times when I lived back in Manhattan, Kansas. Because there's college there, you know, it's like... I'm going to pay someone to be a test subject. I got to make rent. Obviously, you knew I couldn't handle myself at a pawn shop, so I needed right. other fucking venues <laughs> you know, I gotta for my rent money. PlayStation back. <laughs> that goddamn Bruce Willis game. Yeah, apparently, right. apparently ended up more important than a double-neck fucking SG guitar that I pawned off. Bummer. Fake SG. Not not Gibson. Don't worry. I never would have got rid of that. Uh, I believe the, bl- the brand was Rogue. Rogue. Which should tell you all you need to know. So our movie opens with Steve Buscemi, Donnie himself, walking into this bar and definitely not shutting the fuck up. Definitely. He's definitely got a story not. To tell. Uh, this character's even named Buscemi because it was written for him specifically. Uh, apparently, he was supposed to play the role of the, the bag man that Quentin Tarantino ends up playing. Uh, and when, you know, he's my best friend, obviously, if QT wants to be in my movie, QT's going to be in the movie. I think he had the joke and everything that he tells in this movie kind of won him the role. But obviously, Steve Buscemi, you're not going to just fucking drop him if you got him signed on to your movie. So they wrote the character Buscemi specifically. Very underrated as a lead, too. Like, he plays a lot of uh, uh, Buscemi, yeah. When is he a lead? Boardwalk Empire. Fargo. Oh, that's right. I've never watched Boardwalk. I wouldn't say he's a lead in Fargo. Okay, well, Boardwalk Empire, he's the lead, and he it's an... Um, I've heard it's a fucking fantastic show. If, I, I, if you like Sopranos, it's the same writers and everything, so it's very... It's just like it's a, a different very, type of gangster. Yeah, and it's very interesting because it's, you know, it takes place in a hundred years ago now. It's crazy. During a time where alcohol was prohibited, and... <laughs> It's cool because they share they you know history pieces like that. It's not necessarily necessarily where they they follow history very well, but they do throw like real events in there to sort of make it well, sure, very got, real. Like, tie it in, and it feels yeah. good. Like Watchmen did that with the. Uh, you know who plays uh, Al Capone? Thing. Who plays Al Capone? The kid from Snatch. He goes, "You like Dags?" Oh, Tommy. Tommy plays fucking Al Capone. Tommy in that. Gunn? No, not Tommy Gunn. They called him Tommy Gunn. Because he said he was named after... T- I don't remember. We'll get to it. We'll get to it at some point. Is it Germans? Before the Germans get here. Uh, I actually have a co-worker who owns pigs, and so I was trying to remember the whole brick top thing about a uh, fucking There's bunch pigs. of pigs. Yeah. If you starve them, they can go through a human body in under 15 minutes. Hence the expression, greedy as a pig, which must be a British expression because we definitely don't have that in America. But he also is like... That's why you don't trust a man with more than three pigs or something like that. Never heard that one. Uh, oh, interesting. The whole thing in, in Snatch about this villain goody, who feeds people the pigs. drops. Yeah. God, that movie, also fucking very good. In but, the rewatch? Absolutely. Okay, yes. good. Uh, we are not talking about Snatch. It's my second favorite Guy Ritchie movie. What's your first? Lockstock? Aladdin. <laughs> oh, God, I keep forgetting he did that. That's right? so weird. Guy Ritchie, of all people, like the Snatch guy? Did a Disney movie? 
Uh, well, hey, Robert Rodriguez did three Spy Kids movies for him, so you, you, I, the you gotta get who, their money somewhere. The guy who did all the Mad Max movies did fucking Happy Feet, so like, <laughs> you go all over the place. So who knows how it's going to go? Well, Antonio Banderas, he was he was, he was, boots. He was like the lead. Well, yeah, that, but also he was in Spy Kids, wasn't That's he? That's right. He was their dad? Some, I think so. And speaking of last week, Sylvester Stallone was the villain in the third one, Spy Kids 3D. Oh, was it he? has to be a clear table. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, so what also, here's another thing. Well, you know, since our episodes always start off with tangents, but how come the third is always a 3D? Like Jaws 3D, Jason or Friday the 13th 3D, Spy Kids 3D. Like we get it, the three is in 3D and it's also the third sequel, but just fucking knock it off already. You it just got to put the D in it. You just got sometimes got to put the D in there. Wait, you don't like an extra D in your meal? Come on. Yeah, but three of them? Come on. <laughs> three square Ds a day. Let's go blow this guy. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, uh, well, and we're canceled. <laughs> um, all right, so Steve Buscemi. We haven't even we just know his character is Buscemi. That's as far as we've made it into this movie. Uh, as funny as he walks in, obviously all the heads turn because he's the only gringo walking into this place. Everybody's just like, "What the fuck is this guy?" Which doesn't make sense because then, as the movie goes on, this bar, uh, Cheech Marin is our bartender, but they get tourists in all the time. Every scene in this bar has gringos come in as tourists. So why they're like? So shocked that he's walking in there. Doesn't What's the really... town that they're in? It's Santa uh, Clara. No. Clara. No, that's the church that they talk about. The town they say once. Yeah, when he calls his buddies, like you know Santa Clarita, but that's just the the church. Who was the patron saint of music? So oh. that kind of ties in. But uh, yeah, he calls him to the church, not the town. I can't remember what the town is. It was filmed in a few different places. In fact, I used to work with the guy back in Kansas from Durango, Mexico, and he said that they filmed part of this and it, the sequel to this, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, also, I guess, was in Durango. This is a, uh, what, Once Upon a Time is a sequel to Desperado? Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Mexico is the, the third installment of the Mariachi trilogy. What? I, I'm just learning. I got two new movies I got to watch now. Uh, watch El Mariachi. You're fine on Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I mean, I guess it's worth watching once just to complete and the cycle. And then did Quentin do Once Upon a Time in, in, in Hollywood? Hollywood? Yeah, but they're all based off because there's Once Upon a Time in America and Once Upon a Time in the West. Like that was There were older movies that are classics now, so that's like these guys making their play off of that. Oh, okay. The, the old school Hollywood movies. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is excellent. Once Upon a Time in Mexico is completely and utterly forgettable. So uh, watch it if you want to be a completist, I guess, but you're not missing it. Okay. Um, so he he super obnoxious. He's very much his character from Fargo, not, not from Lebowski, because he's like <laughs> a cocky, blabbermouth, annoying guy who knows he's annoying and he's being annoying on purpose. And he's telling this whole story like, I was at this shitty bar, not a not a classy place like you got here. It's full of all these real, real stand up people. Yeah, here. <laughs> these real sleaze bags. Not these stand up characters you got in here, but real <laughs> fucking scum of the earth. You well, know? and looking back, he does that to get everybody's attention. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like uh, selling it so hard to make sure everybody's paying attention to him. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they had this shitty beer, not as good as this. This is the best beer I've ever had, right here. Yeah, <laughs> that's my brand. And we're actually drinking shitty beer we're just to be, beer. Yeah. to be accurate. Uh, oh, fuck, guys. Here, I, I hear Stallone. 
Oh, no, no, you no. We said the S word. You guys see shitty beer <laughs> up here. I heard shit. You guys got rat burgers? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Mexico. Hey, rato, you know? It, it, means, yeah. it means rat in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they, they did, uh, they had to do some uh, kind of ingenious filming and editing because they only had Steve Buscemi for a total of seven days and Cheech Marin only for six. So they had to film all their scenes like really up front and, and quick. So like the shootout later in Cheech Marin's bar had to be filmed in multiple different stages of multiple times throughout the filming hmm. just because they didn't have them for that long. Um, so, but Buscemi's there. He tells the story of the tall Mexican, the tallest Mexican I've ever seen. And he walks in with this case, you know, and he sets it on the stool next to him like it's a woman or something. And it's just the most precious thing ever. Uh, anyway, they, throughout the story, the guy just blows the whole building to hell, shoots everyone in the whole fucking place. And, uh, he says, looking for someone, bitch, bucho. And Cheech goes, bucho. Yeah, Buco. that's it. Bucho. That's what he said. Bucky's. Bucky's. <laughs> he was looking for a smoker, a novelty t-shirt, some beef jerky. <laughs> a whole lot of candy. <laughs> a whole lot of candy. <laughs> Um, so also sitting at the bar is Tito from the band Tito and the Tarantulas, heavily featured on the soundtrack. Oh. And, uh, so when he sees the reaction, he knows, okay, this is the place I need to be. And, uh, I love how we're like acting out the story as he's telling it. And every time he shoots someone, they like trampoline jump through the air. Because it's obviously, you know, it's a fantastical story. So Drama design. And it's also Robert Rodriguez who doesn't give a shit about physics or common sense. He yeah. just does what he wants as a filmmaker, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, physics one, deniers, you know. Yeah, those physics deniers. Uh, so one guy was, like, wounded but laying on the floor, and he the stranger bent down to him, and this guy told him everything. I mean, he whispered. He spilled his guts. He told him everything he needed to know. And Cheech goes, Everything? That's Buscemi knows. All right. Got the right place here for sure. And then, uh, oh, yeah, he was about to leave. Oh, he didn't kill the bartender. The bartender always lives. Bartender always lives. Oh, no. Bartender got it worst of all, man. (laughs) Yeah. So we get all that. Now we get our opening song. I fucking love this song. Um, The song song is called Canción del Mariachi, which is... Song of the Mariachi, right? Ay, 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 ay. Ay, ay, amor. Yeah, yeah. Turn this, sh- crank this shit. Let's bump this. This song fucking slaps. <laughs> Performed by Los Lobos, by the way. Los Lobos are in the band, or, and some of the guys are in the crowd during this, but Antonio Banderas. He sings it? Does sing and play his own guitar parts. You can tell he plays guitar. Just yeah, you, the chord structure, the finger. better than Ralph Macchio, that's for sure. But <laughs> yeah, Antonio did actually perform his own stuff in this movie. My man. Uh, and I always thought this was an old, like a classic Mexican folk song or something. They all because sound like when that. When I go on job sites and stuff, I'd sing this sometimes, and people always jump on it like oh. they know it. Like it's a huge hit, but it was written for the movie. Oh. And Antonio Banderas recorded it, and then it became a hit after that. So it's, I mean, it's like Circle of Life or whatever from Disney movies that become a hit after the fact. But so Antonio Banderas got himself like a huge fucking hit Following song in as Mexico. well. He's like That's the, awesome. uh, the Spanish yeah. Hoff. <laughs> and I just saw an executive producer is Carlos Guilaro. Oh, Eduardo. yeah. The, the actor El Mariachi, from El the Mariachi himself. 
But yeah, I always just thought that this was them performing a song for yeah. the movie, but no, it was written for it. And Antonio's now, he might EGOT. Might get a Grammy for this. Might get, you know, the EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. No, I don't care you gotta, enough. You got to get your four awards from the four different performing arts. And I love he's walking along the bar because he sees some guy trying to rough yeah. up a woman. Yeah. He walks down mid-solo and pop, knocks the dude's fucking teeth out with the headstock of his guitar, which, I'm sorry, as awesome yes. as that is, break the headstock. At the very least, would knock it out of tune, but he just keeps soloing. He doesn't miss a note of that solo, dude. Uh-uh. He misses fewer notes than that dude's missing teeth. <laughs> but uh, my boy Antonio Banderas just sets it up aye, aye. in this movie. This song is so good. Let's just play the whole thing. I'll, I'm fine with it. But I think those are a couple of... No, those are his buddies. So that one on his, his left, our right, watching, I believe is, is Mariachi. Yeah. Oh, that's the because okay, those are his buddies that come at the end. So the, that right that there, makes sense. yeah, that dude on his right is El Mariachi from the first movie. Okay, yeah. oh, that, really? That makes a lot, lot yeah, of yeah. sense then. That's why he calls him back in at the end. Bring your guitars. Yeah, <laughs> bring your guitars. <laughs> and they yeah. do. And they do. So now this opening thing, this performance is a is a dream scene as we find out because he gets done playing this amazing song and there's only one person clapping. Never mm-hmm. would happen. And nobody else was clapping. And it turns out the guy's not even clapping. He's just packing a pack of smokes. And then he uh, he lights the match. Yeah, on lights the, the match on on a, this buddy's fucking neck. If you look, if you look, you can see that that guy's got some sort of sandpaper or something there. Oh, there's something taped to his face <laughs> to light the match on. Let's see here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It looks like it looks like a really buffed like a up, war. like a buffed up Freddie Mercury. This guy that he lights the match on, <laughs> yeah. like a buff Mexican Freddie Mercury is what we're dealing it with. Kind of does, right? <laughs> light the, let me light a match on your face. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you're my best friend. Bicycle. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> Except in Spanish, I don't know my Spanish well enough. Bicyclete. El, el bicycle. <laughs> no, not bad. I think it's bicycle. Bici- Bicyclete. Sure. Something. That works for me, man. Sure, why not? Um, all right, so now, since it's a dream sequence and this random guy, who we don't we don't know because we did not know that this is a sequel. Yeah, he puts <laughs> his hands up. And yeah, and so this guy is who kills his girlfriend in the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we obviously get a cut of Antonio over his girlfriend's dead body and the guy in this white suit and this Shows whole up, thing. Shows up, similar and, fashion, yeah. yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, well, that, that something must be going on shoots here. Shoots him right in the hand. Yep, shoots Right him, in the plane. Shoots hand. him through the fucking fretting hand, God dude. damn. Don't shoot a guitarist in the fucking fretting hand. So they did the uh, Ziggy Stardust treatment. That's how it happened to Ziggy? Well, didn't they break his hands? Ziggy, no. No? I thought they broke his sweet hands. No, uh, God damn it, what happened in Ziggy Sardis? No, they didn't break his sweet hands, did they? Is that what happened in that song? Did they break Ziggy Sardis' sweet hands? I know he had a God-given ass, but I don't remember they... <laughs> All right, maybe I'm wrong. They, on that. I don't think they broke his sweet hands. Anyway, yeah, they shoot him through the hand, and uh, we got we got all that. Moving on. So, And then you find out that whole... It's a, it's, yeah, it's a flashback. It's a, it's a, it's, yeah. The flash to white is. Oh, oh, it's a dream because he wakes up from the dream in this hotel room, and Steve Buscemi comes in. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I told him the whole story. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I, I laid it on really thick. Well, 
How thick? Oh, I told him you're the biggest damn Mexican I've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's pretty thick. One gigantic yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> and I mean, Antonio Banderas, he's just a tall guy. I wouldn't say he's that big per se, but uh, yeah. He wakes up after his hand gets shot in the dream and Buscemi comes back. And uh, so now he's hitchhiking to get to this town that Buscemi just came from where he told the story, right? Like, that's definitely the bar. They definitely know Bucho. Definitely, definitely things happen in here. And, uh, but it's funny. He's hitchhiking and a truck passes him. Doesn't pick him up, but just passes him. And our passenger leaning out the window, Danny Trejo. My man. And uh, welcome. Man. No, is this Danny's first appearance? Yeah, I know we've talked about him before and how he has like five hundred acting credits. But is this his first uh, appearance uh, in the rewatch? I, I what else would he Danny have been? In? Ooh, I think it is. I think it's his first damn first welcome appearance. To it. Danny Trejo. Uh, so now we're back at the bar. Cheech is talking to Bucho on the phone. It's like, yeah, I called the other bar that this guy was talking about in the story, and there was no answer, so that kind of confirms that. So now we finally see Bucho, uh, played by Joaquim de, Joaquim de Almeida. I hope I'm saying that right. Another, uh, oh, I definitely know that guy, 145 acting credits. He's he's another character. Yeah, he. You know I from, knew him from Atlas Shrugged, uh, uh, Francisco Danconia. I have not seen. Ah. Uh. Uh, I think he's he's Francisco in part two. I think in part one and part three, it's a different actor. How's that work? That movie was made really weird. Okay. I mean, you got a book that long, it's kind of... It, it is a hefty book, it's that's a good, sure. It's a good movie. Good movie. All right. Yeah, we'll check it out. Um, So, we're at, yeah, Bucho's Place. There's a fight audition to be henchman, right? Uh, <laughs> does, does his, his number two's cousin? Is his cousin? Who does he work for? Who's number two work for? <laughs> he's like, I wanted. He wanted to show you what he could do. And he's like, Oh well, get a get this fucking bitch out of there. Let's get my boy in there. Get him somebody in, who can in, actually fight. Brings in Christos, but break no hit back. Break no. So Christos hops in here and just starts spit kicking the fuck out of this cousin, right? Beating the shit out of this poor kid. And the kid's standing there. At one point, Christos fucking breaks his oh, leg. Oh, fucking what's his name? Compound fracture. Get We get dude from Bloodsport. Oh, uh, like an S. Craig Zoller yes, movie. Yes, S. Craig Zoller. S. Craig Zoller with his compound fractures. So this God. guy gets his leg all sorts of fucked up, but somehow still manages to jump spin kick. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. And fucking takes Christos down. I think he may have one killed kick. him. I think he might have. <laughs> it was certainly made to look that way. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, he just goes, cast the leg up, welcome to the family, yeah. and walks off. I'm like, there you go, kid. Um, so now Tre- we've officially meet Danny Trejo. I have in my notes, Trejo time. His character is Navajas, which I believe is Knives. Yes, that, that would be correct. Trevajas? Navajas. Navajas. Navajas, yeah. Navajas. Trevajas. Uh, not a single word of dialogue for Danny in this movie. Not not one word spoken, but a, what that, a presence, though. That face that speaks face a million <laughs> words. Yeah, either the face or the lady tattooed on his chest say all you need to hear. Um... <laughs> uh, so after Danny Trejo time, he makes a call. We don't hear him say anything, but he does make a call. Then we get Quentin Tarantino time. He comes in and hands these cards 
What? You're about to say something. Oh, no. Quentin Tarantino time. Quentin Tarantino time. Keep By the way, Manny's going. here, you guys. That's right. He just snuck in like he does. <laughs> you know. Well, he was sleeping in the corner, and we just left. We said, just let him sleep. He's like, we reached the maximum amount of Spanish butchering that we could possibly do before he's finally like, no, 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 no. Let me get in here. <laughs> you guys need some fucking help. Judge, he said something judge. like, yeah. pinche jotos, I got this. I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were trying to say... Oh, yeah, we're trying to say I want to ride my bicycle in Spanish. Freddie Mercury, how would you do that? Uh, bicicleta. Bicicleta. I could have done that for you guys. Yeah, but how do you say I want to ride my bicycle? The whole You'll sentence. Don't just say, you don't oh. just say, bicicleta. I, I, say, I, just use, I just say use. I want to go use my bike. Okay, in Espanol, dude. That's what I'm asking oh, you. Usar mi bicicleta or andar en bicicleta. Okay, there we go. Boom. Yeah, you didn't know Nailed that? Nailed it. All right. Educational tab. Uh, all right, so that was your Spanish class by Manny. That's right. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> we should get his own like title card. Right. Uh, that might have to be a bit. All right. So anyway, Quentin comes in. QT, quick trip. Comes in, hands some cards over. Cheech is like, oh, hands them over to Tito from Tito and the Tarantulas. Gets the guy some beers. Tito's making phone calls to check up on the cards these guys handed over. All right. So we get we get. And oh, also during this, these uh, speaking of tourists, these tourists show up, and these ladies are like, "Our service is terrible. Where is our server even?" I don't know. Is he still in the bathroom? Also, he did. He never brought us our check either. We wanted our check. And as, as she's bitching, so Tito's like hinting at this gun, like we could just shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here. He throws on like three dollars on the bar. And don't, don't be, be expecting, expecting a tip. If you don't treat me good, I'm not going to ask you out. And your beer tastes like piss. We know! Because we piss in it. Because we we piss piss in it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. This would be my kind of bar. That would be my bar for sure. Yeah. Um, So we get this fucking... uh, Oh, yeah, El Mariachi. Because he doesn't have a name. He's just Mariachi, right? And that is gets into town. He's sitting with the kid. Kid's trying to play some guitar. He's like, no, 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 no. Forget this hand. Because obviously he can't play anymore because you see the wound in his hand. And he's like just showing him how to do the finger picking, the finger rolls. He's like, focus on this. Now practice. Everyday practice. Uh, and then Quentin sits here and he tells the joke. <gasps> a the terrible, one, terrible joke. The joke. It's a pretty long one, so we don't need to repeat the whole thing. But about a guy bets the bartender, that he can piss, set a glass at the end of the bar and piss in it. Bets him 300 bucks. Bartender's like, yeah, you're fucking crazy. And so, of course, he pisses everywhere. Piss, piss. Ceiling fan. On the bar. On the stools. On the bartender. Glass dick, dick, glass, glass dick. Glass. Everywhere except for the fucking glass. And then he goes over to these guys in the corner and the bartender's laughing and blah, blah, blah. And the whole punchline is... I bet each of those guys in the corner 500 bucks that I'd piss all over your bar, all over your stools, all over your fan, all over you. And not only would you not be mad, you'd be happy about it. Yep. <laughs> and that's good. the joke. So there's the whole joke. So then immediately uh, this guy that's sitting next to him who laughs and has no front teeth, pretty creepy looking, uh, gets shot in the fucking face. Yeah. And Cheech is like, he didn't clear. You what if they shot you in the face? <laughs> that we find out. We find out what would happen if they shot you in the face. You die. Uh, 
But luckily, Quentin Tarantino did pass, so he gets moved to the back, right? <laughs> the secret bathroom room, which not bathroom. Ugh. It's like shit splatters all over the walls. I've seen worse. Than that? Oh, yeah. Up the walls oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was on the walls. I didn't care <laughs> to find out. All right. You know, we're doing competing bathrooms here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but he's even, like, disgusted. Yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? Tucks his jacket in. Yeah, through. like tries to squeeze through because it's like a panel on the side of a toilet that opens mm-hmm. up They go through. So uh, Banderas walks in and Cheech is immediately apprehensive because he's heard a story of this guy with a guitar case, right? Yep. And so, no, we just need to see what's hey, in well, the case. What's in the briefcase? Yeah, what's in the... Not briefcase. Guitar the case. Guitar case. What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> My guitar. Uh, so they open it up and it's a guitar. No, oh. But... Okay, so he's just sitting there. He's like, "No, look, I just, I just." Well, he tells him that for work. He tells him, "He's like, oh man, we we've been hearing some stories about some dude yeah. with guns in a guitar case." Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just that and he's just like, "No, guys, it's totally cool. It's totally cool." But then, of course, it's just a fake lid that slowly opens up. It's like it's on a timer. Yeah, or right. Once it's open for like four seconds, and then it, then the, they release, and it just like springs. Slowly it. opens up, and then it's like. Oh shit! It's seven. He's like, wait, 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 no, don't, no. But it's too late, and he has to. I don't want, I don't want does, violence. I don't want violence. Yeah. And then he does the cool thing where he just fucking snaps his arm, and a gun shoots out of each sleeve, and he just starts fucking blasting people. So anyways, I start. So anyways, yes, I fuck. I saved that meme. I'm, I'm gonna have to put it up when this episode hits. Because <laughs> I got this thing of Danny DeVito. So yeah. anyways, I started blasting. But he does. He's like holding his guns all crossed because it's all about style. Like he's. He lays down. That's a, how you shoot two guns. Yeah, that is. That is. That's, uh, yeah, those are death shots too, man. Sideways. Every one of them. Um, I like. Sometimes he like jumps down, kind of onto his side, but his legs kick over the other way, and he's always like in some extreme pose as he's blowing people away. Uh, everything he fires kills people, mm-hmm. but of course he never gets shot at all. He gets, he gets stabbed a few times. He does get stabbed. No, a bit. No, no shots. At least not in this scene. Bullets always miss the main character. Yeah. Uh, Cheech drops down as soon as the bullets start flying, which you would do. The bartender always lives. Uh, But this was also so they could take their time to fill the scene, and they wouldn't have Cheech Marin that long. So they made his character duck down (laughs) to explain why you don't see him throughout this whole thing. And then they just kind of set up what they thought it would look like after the scene to film the aftermath with Cheech Marin again. Uh. Um, Again, so some, some smart ways to work around stuff. Um, but it's weird because they're seeing the screen back in the, the room where they're meeting with an accountant to talk about money or whatever Quentin Tarantino's there to do. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Is that happening right now? And Tito and Quentin just sit there, but the accountant guy's the one who gets up and grabs a gun. And <laughs> how how, how were they not there. hearing all of those gun, yeah. gun, gun also, shots? Also, so many gunshots. and They're just in the back room. Not small guns no. either. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that a bar of this stature does not have some proper insulation. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, there's definitely no insulation. <laughs> there's no soundproofing going on in there. <laughs> um, it's single-ply particle board walls or something <laughs> in there. Um, so the accountant runs out, and Tito's like looking at Quentin, who's like, no, dude, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. Fuck, it blows him away no. anyway. So Quentin No Tarantino questions does. asked. Bam. Yep, just fuck you. Doesn't even say a word. Um so there's this cool thing where the, he's like at one end of the bar and there's a dude at the other end of the bar and they keep like standing up and shooting down the length of the bar and ducking down. He can't get him. So finally shoots the ceiling fan and drops <laughs> yeah. it down on the guy. And then he walks around. He's in trouble in Little China. A little it? bit. A little <laughs> bit, yeah. yeah. And when he walks around, you see the guy laying there and the ceiling fan still <laughs> spinning, <laughs> just slap, 
slapping him in the face, which is pretty fucking hilarious. And then he, he gives him a little and bit of mercy and shoots the fan to get yeah, it to stop. Makes a stop slapping him. Yeah, yeah so that's pretty good. Um, that's, the only, that's the only guy that he didn't actually kill, right? I think that dude would dead. Uh, he just got hit in the head. I don't know. Ceiling fan to the head, man. I would say so. Could be concussed. Did he, uh-huh. not, did he not do a fucking Zombieland double tap on him? No, I don't think so. He just shot the fan. Stopped the fan? Hmm. Maybe. I know there were a couple times in this uh, gunfight scene where um, he would like he whipped the gun a little bit, and it's almost like he ma- he's making it curve around. Oh, doing that yeah, like the fucking shit. wanted that stupid Angelina yeah. Jolie movie where you could make a bullet curve <laughs> yeah. around. It looked shit. like it. God, doesn't he like shoot across an entire city and snipes? Oh, fuck that yeah. movie's dumb. That movie is dumb. Um, no, I actually in that scene, I was watching and I said, "What the hell is this guy flailing his arms so hard for?" Is he shooting at anything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it all it's looks backspin. cool. It just looks cool. It looks, that's it. It's just got a stylistic. Well, it's more frantic. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes for a fucking exciting scene. That's for damn sure. Uh, but the excited. accountant gets out, and uh, I like the, this. Is, it's pretty fucking funny where he comes out and he empties his clip, but then they keep like grabbing random guns and They're picking all... it up and firing at each other. This is empty. They're like face to face. And they scramble to pick up a second one and fire. And then the third one, click. God damn it. Just <laughs> every gun they pick up, the gun. Every gun they pick up is empty. It's pretty funny. So finally he just grabs a guy's neck and snaps and goes, fuck you. <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. More laughs than Rob Schneider gave me in Demolition Man, that's for sure. <laughs> so now he leaves and Tito sneaks out the back door and is like following him down the sidewalk. He's got a gun in each hand. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to take this guy out. And why he doesn't just fucking shoot him. He follows him for like three blocks. It's no, Mexico. That bat. happens he... pretty regularly. Like nobody would question it. I mean, he's walking with the guns both up. It's not like you're being discreet anyway. And then when you finally do start shooting, there's still people around. So it's not like you're worried about any of that. Just fucking shoot the guy. Yeah. It's like uh, Scott Evil and Oscar. I got a gun in my room right now. I'll go get it. We can just shoot the guy and be done with it. <laughs> no, but he follows him, and uh, they're walking along. Salma Hayek makes her first oh, appearance this in the is rewatch. Where we see her mm. first appearance in the rewatch and this movie. Oh yeah, and the song playing behind it is cool. I love this whole soundtrack. Is like slow, dirty blues. It's uh, yeah, dirty blues. Dirty South Blues. It's fucking great, but Salma shows up with this fucking big, thick, wavy hair and this bare Ooh. midriff shirt. She's just looking like absolute perfection. And the way she walks into this. Uh, your wife's, co- com- your wife's a, coming. There's a funny thing. She's she, ugly. She's walking across the street and these two cars wreck into each yeah. other because they're too busy checking her out. She's caused an accident. Um, causing Rex. Causing Rex. He push so he pushes her down just as Tito starts firing and yep. he does get clipped in the shoulder here. Not ever in the bar, but here he does get shot in the shoulder. And uh then gets up just double gun to the face, fucking <laughs> blows the head off. Clean off. We get a lot of blood on the face. Yeah, it splatters back up on him a lot of Apparently there was a thing in this movie where instead of firing blanks, they were essentially doing paintball. They were shooting like, shooting like blood, blood out at oh, people, really? but it was it was deemed too violent, and they had to edit a lot of it out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, that's one way to get around shit. That's a cheap way to do it. 
Yeah, because most times you can tell when they're wearing some kind of suit underneath. Yeah. And it just pops out. No, pops you know. out, yeah. Yeah, no, they were just hitting people with paintballs to make it Yeah, look red like paint fun. would be, that's a fantastic I mean, if you idea. want authentic, just use the real thing. There you go, just start. Just no. take the Brandon Lee approach. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God, man. Come Whatever. On. Come on, man. So, Bucho is none too happy when he gets to the bar and finds everyone dead. Yeah. He's like, the money's still in the back. Everything's still here in the register. This wasn't a robbery. Definitely someone looking for me. Uh, so we need to... Well, there's a... Yeah, little... they leave a receipt there. <laughs> it says it's looking it for us. have a note, yeah. And then they're like, we need to find... I keep calling him Tito, but it seems like Tavo or something. The, the guy that chased him down the street a bit. It's like... Oh, it's Tito. I think it's Tito. Uh, it's Tio Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, so they're like, where is he? Well, he's like two blocks, or he's a couple blocks down. We'll get him here. Well, well. he's dead. Oh, this, this is, is where, this we, where we meet Mr. We call him Mr. Shrug. Mr. Shrug. He's got a good shrug. The, 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 the one henchman that has the big cowboy hat, all he does through the whole movie is just. Oh, yeah. That's just right. does this like over the top. Oh, shrug. He carries it with this like nine. weird frown. That mustache really the sells mustache. Really a good mustache. Yeah. Though. Looks like he wants to, he wants to sell you diabetic uh, medication. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. It's a young wolf of Brimley. This could save your life. Pre-diabetes. But yeah, he just shrugs his way through this whole movie. That's really all he does. Yeah, but, that, that really is. So now we're back. At, we're at this bookstore, right? And uh, Selma is... Cafe Calibros. Nursing Banderas. She's like trying to dig the bullet out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, he's like, do you know what you're doing? She just holds up a book. She's like, <laughs> yeah, the book, like yes. out of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, does get the bullet out finally and like holds it up for him. Like, see, fucker, I got it for you. And then lights a cigarette. He's like, I don't get this book. She's trying to cauterize the wound. Yeah, she, she cauterizes the wound with a cigarette. That's not how that but is she's not sewing how it, it up. Why would yeah. you cauterize it if you're sewing it she's up? She's got to stop the bleeding. No, that's what cauterizing does. I think I think like you you would do one or the other, not both. Yeah, like you'd, you'd use it to like pull it because if you got it open and you pull it kind of closed and then cauterize it to seal it, right? Sure, but she didn't do it in that order. No, <laughs> she stuck it into the hole and then she sewed it. <laughs> up. And then she sewed it up. So she was like <laughs> trying to cure the internal. And by the way, wh- in what yeah. book did she read that? Yes, part? I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you that was not in that book. <laughs> yeah. Also, a cigarette would. All you just. Suck fucking tobacco inside of a human body. A bunch of ash and fucking bacteria. Or do like what Rainbow does and pour gunpowder in the wound and light it on fire. That's more plausible. Now that is cauterizing the wound. But you got to remember to kill the power to the store and sneak in and use the the air pump needle to... You don't remember that part? The all... How he got all the supplies to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way. Well, because he did it first, I thought, in the caves. Oh, did he? Yeah. I may have missed that one. When he was wearing a burlap sack. Yeah, missed yeah. it. Yeah, anyway. So she, she fixes him up. Anyway. So she finds his guns in his guitar case, of course. Uh, and he, like, sneaks up. She turns around to confront him, and he's not laying on the counter anymore. And then she turns back, and he's standing right next to her. Very, like, horror movie. Like, what are you doing? those villains just fucking appear. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, she knows who Bucho is, but since he funds the bookstore, she can't. She's like, I can't help you. I'm not going to tell you where he is. That's not going to work. 
And so he's like, he's got to head off to church, and he starts with, did I thank you? No? I will. I will. And then he goes to church. Dickities. And uh, this church here, uh, this church is Santa Cecilia, which is pretty cool because, you know, he's a musician. And that's, that's uh, Santa Cecilia is the patron saint of patron music saint. Patron and saint musicians. Music. There you so that, go. That was a pretty cool little tidbit there that they uh, they worked in. They threw just in. Sprinkle, like, just sprinkled salt, it salt in. sprinkled in there. It's called God Bay. <laughs> God Bay. That's right. Was that that dude's name? Uh, yeah. Uh, Doi. Oh, I just know the salt guy. Yeah, that's his name is, uh, is God Bay. God, God Bay. Bay. <laughs> He's a chief God status. That, I was say God Bay, like B-A-E, like when you call your significant other Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Damn. Damn. That's status. That's uh, before anyone else, too, which pairs nicely with God, because thou shall not have any... Uh, what is that? What is it? Shall not have any uh, idol or idols ahead of me or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I see what you're going for there. You know, well, yeah, it's a W still a W, man. You're good. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Antonio Banderas gets to church and he goes into the confessional booth. Like, I, I need to confess because I've killed a lot of people. Yeah, no shit. Because it's Steve Buscemi. Oh, and his fucking psycho eyes. Yeah. And you said you weren't going to fucking kill people anymore. No, I said, Bucho. Bucho's the last one. Bucho will be the end of it. Bucho, 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 Bucho. Bucho, Bucho, Bucho. Bucho, Bucho. So, uh. I told you, Bucho's the last one. Yeah. Also. Oh, spot on. Thank During you. this one, uh, Bucho has got a bulletproof car. And uh, I like he wants to test it because like cap or cowboy shrug pops up out of the sunroof. He's like, hey, hey, it's bulletproof. Hey. And they're like, hey, even the sunroof is bulletproof. So he shoots the sunroof. Hey, that is. Oh, it works. And the guy shrugs again. And he's like, all right, take the fucking car because that's what I goddamn bought it for. And I do like this. I like Bucho's approach here. He goes, if you see somebody you don't know, kill him. It's there simple. you go. It's That's simple. You shoot him. The villains, instead of being like this elaborate plan or anything, no. If you see someone and you don't know them, fucking kill them. Just, just kill people. Let's get this over with. It's a pretty small village. It's yeah. Uh, that uh, that'll do it. So finally, a bad guy doesn't beat around the bush. Hold on. This little village has tourists, though. That's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Hey, he doesn't give a fuck. He cannot take any more chances. He says, "Just kill him." I don't know what one of the tourists, one of the people rolling into towns doing it. Let's fuck kill them all. Just get rid of them. That's right. So there we go. Um, so then also he gets a call from someone. We don't know who, but someone who have said that this someone has sent someone in to monitor him. And he's like, well, what's this guy look like? We need to know so we don't fucking cross paths here. But the guy hangs up on him, right? So we don't know. Just someone. So of course... Cut to Trejo, Navajas. He just starts... Well, no, that's where he said... They said he's wearing black. Right? Uh, not... No, they haven't said yet. anything yet. Not yet. Okay. Because they it hangs They up. may have said it in Spanish, but we don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Antonio Banderas is leaving the church, and uh, Navajas just starts Navaja-ing all over the place, just fucking... <laughs> This guy must have grown up in a carnival, I'll tell you, man. <laughs> the way he tosses these knives, just chucking daggers, dude. He's got, dude. His he's got belt goes he's all got the way around. Ammo belt full of neck. He takes out an entire armored car of goons that have guns with throwing daggers. 
Hey, man, when you get a knife in the wrist, are you going to be able to shoot that gun? No, man. I just love, like, he jumps up and throws down through the sunroof and then jumps off when some other guys start shooting. Like, he's so badass. Man, growing up playing uh, 007, I don't remember the knives being that effective. No, but that's because you weren't Navajas. Fair enough. How dare you bring guns to this knife fight? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I bring knives to your gunfight. And he gets shot like in the chest. He's like yeah, taking. He, he takes a, a lot. He even times. hits uh, Bandetta's what three or four times with his knives. Yeah. Oh, it he was like a few. Got him in both shoulders. Both I shoulders. And One a in leg. the like the pec area, and then oh the leg. And a got leg. him right in the back. And then the back. He got oh, him a lot. Literally got stabbed but, in the back by Trejo. Oh God. <laughs> Can't trust him. And uh, coincidentally, like Antonio Banderas was going to join uh, Trejo in his taco business. And and all this stuff happened. All this stuff happened. He put in all this money and then Trejo backed out at the last minute. He's like, you stabbed me in the back again. (laughs) In the back again. Now I'm going to have to make Puss in Boots 2 to recover my earning. Uh, You fucked me, Trejo. And he did. (laughs) And then he did. And that, children, is how we got Puss in Boots too. All right. Um, but I do, so he's doing a great job against all of these heavily armed men until finally a uh, broken leg cousin comes out yep. and, and fucking blasts him. He's, he's got something Do you remember the severity of that break I mean, as well? And all yeah. he's wearing is this metal brace. Yeah, he's got, and he's still yeah, running around. No cast. Yeah, with, some, with some, what is happening. that? Uh, Ace bandages. wrapped around <laughs> Yeah. So... Now, uh, since he's shot up, they take his body because they think maybe this is the guy, even though he does knives and those other dudes were definitely killed by bullets. But maybe. So they take him back to Bucho, who's, of course, on the phone with that someone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay. what does he look now like? he's like a big, he's a big, dark-skinned guy in black. We got, we well, got you that. just described the entire fucking village. That doesn't help at all. Yeah. Uh, a big tattoo on tattoo his chest. Tattoo on his chest of a woman. Throws knives. Oh, that don't sound right. Uh, uh, well, we'll keep our yeah. eyes out. <laughs> we'll make sure not to look for him. Yeah, we'll uh, make sure not to cross paths with that guy. Then, sorry. Oh, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> Pretty fucking great. Pretty fucking great. So now, Banderas, wounded by Navajas, and he pu- he pu- he pulls these bitches out and just puts bandanas on it. Yeah, he just wraps the scarves around him. Yeah. You just gotta put pressure on the moon, you know. Oh, that's that's not enough pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so comes around and he sees a kid with a guitar and he's like, have you been practicing? And he's like, well, I can't play this guitar. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, let's go get my guitar. Follow me. He calls him Manito. What? Manito is just a... Uh, kid? Little like, Manny. Little... No, yeah. No, 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 it's you, bro. It's just like like, a, like little man. Like It's like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro. Yeah. Like, is hey, it buddy. Kind of like, yeah, because it's a part like... Hey, the little on the end is like little. little yeah, it's diminutive. The yes, manito yeah. comes like hermano, which hermano, is brother. So you're taking the hermanito. man out of brother, which would be bro and like little bro. Yeah. So it's just bro. It's just like, hey, buddy. Hey, bro. That kind of thing. Herman, bro. Little dude. Little guy. Uh, so dude, little dude's like, let's go get my guitar. And he's like walking along, just leaving a trail of blood along the side of this yeah. building. Just <laughs> stumbling. Bleeding just and if you watch the side view here, you can see, see blood that's been along. wiped off in the past. Oh, yeah. In previous, uh, <laughs> yeah, previous look shots. Can you yeah. see it? Shootout. Yeah. It's playing right now as we speak, boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, gets, so the kid leads him around the corner, and this car pulls up, and he hands this guitar to the car, gets another guitar. He's like, okay, I can play this one. Mm-hmm. And the car turns the corner. Oh, yeah, he says, I'm supposed to be alone. You stay here. Behind the corner as the kid walks out. So then the car turns around the corner and sees 
bloody ass fucking El Mariachi standing there. And pulls, he gets him on the draw. Pulls a gun out and he's like, give me the guitar. Don't even think about it. It's like worst drug dealers ever. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, where's your guns? Well, no, he did guns. I there's two of them, gun. though. Yeah, there's two of them. And they have a fucking vehicle. Yeah. Just step on the gas and Just go. Just leave. I don't, yeah. have to get, I don't have to give this you guy's, shit. This guy, do you see the blood everywhere? This guy's obviously <laughs> wounded. I think that us in a vehicle can outrun him. He's about to die. Come on. Yeah. Let's just we go. just got to stall for 12 seconds and he's yeah. going to bleed out. But he gets the guitar. Give me a guitar. To, we got wants, the gig in 20 yeah. minutes. We got to do it. We're on a mission. We get to do it. The kid can't solo yet, so I got to play all the solos. It's cool because it's my favorite parts. And but, I forgot uh, my cocaine in it. But he smashes the guitar and finds that they're smuggling cocaine via guitars, and that's why this kid... He doesn't know the kid's just like, I don't know. I, I, I got a guitar I can't play that I get from my dad. Is this why your dad doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah, he just gets to watch TV all day. Sweet life, dad. Right? I just gotta hang out, watch TV. Hey, take this guitar full hey, of you, drugs to the small corner. Kid, be my mule. They hide yeah. it in baby carriages, the church... Bookstores. Book Ask Carolina. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh, not the hot bookstore. Fuck, oh. man. Yeah. I wanted to fuck her too. Fuck. She stuck her cigarette in me. Ah, fuck it. I'll put my <laughs> cigarette in her. Now I got to cauterize her wound, if you know what I'm saying. Giggity. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone Let's does. Let's blow this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, now he shows back up at the bookstore, and he is screaming at her. He is like... I want to know what the fuck you said. What the fuck did you? He's like, he's really giving her the business. He made wash at the church. Look at me now. Yes, because you are protecting him. I'm not protecting him. Yes, you are. If I was protecting him, I would have told him you were here by now. But sure, you want him dead. I don't want anybody dead. And you should see that killing him is not the attitude. You know what I say? What? I see that you are not better than he is. Ooh. Oh, damn. The same same shit. shit. <laughs> He's pissed at her. He's so pissed. Oh, you don't even awesome. know her that much. We yeah. don't know either. These are this is still very early in both of their career. This is because Benderas had a bunch of Spanish films. Yeah, because he, he's he's Spain, not Mexico. Yeah, he is a Spaniard, not a Mexican. Oh, he's uh, the colonizer, huh? Yeah, Fucker. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking he's colonizer, such a man. Cultural. Pre- Appropriations, Europeans oh, coming hell over, yeah. taking over all the Mexican culture. I actually, I mentioned when we were watching this that uh, I was like, "That's a white guy, and he was looking very brown." Yeah, is but he I a think, white guy? I guess well, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's from Spain. Spain. He's, he's a white dude. He's a European guy. But, I mean, Fuck, Chile, as long as you can Chile, roll those R's, bro. <laughs> and Spain, oh, Spain's far enough south. Close. I mean, that Mediterranean olive skin. They 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 dirt the skin with dark a lot quicker than you know England. Yeah, you can take you can thank Africa for that. Morocco. Yeah. His friends don't call him Antonio. Uh, they call him Tony. The history of <laughs> hey, I'm Tony Banderas. Hey, I'm Tony. I'm from yeah. uh, from New York, and I'm uh, about to I do my new show. Hey, watch me do my accent. Give me the guitar. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Good. We got hey, it. great! I got the, I got the gig. Wait, wait, I'll be here on Monday. Can you, can you scream at a beautiful woman? Oh, oh I can do a lot more than just yeah. scream. Hey, baby, you're so beautiful. Come over here. What do you think I did just this morning? Wait, but with the accent, it's the same sheet. Perfect. Take it easy, my friend. Hey, take it easy. You got the gig. Cello, yeah. it's a bass. Oh God, damn it, no. Cello, oh, it's a bass. Don't do that. <laughs> 
All right. So again, she has to nurse him because he's all cut up. And it's funny how he's laying on the counter again. And all again. of a sudden, she hears the door and she just shoves, shoves him the him fuck over. on the counter because Bucho's coming in. So she shoves him and then quickly and then drops the register to, to account for it. the noise. Which would have been two separate. Chunk, exactly. Chunk. Would have been two separate ones. But Bucho's not that smart, apparently. Um, I do like this bit where he's talking and he tries to kiss her quite a few times and she's not having it. Mm-hmm. But I like how Ben Vettis is behind the counter, like pulls his clip out. <laughs> only Magazine. Sees, like, Sorry. Magazine. Mm-hmm. Sees what, one, maybe two bullets. It's very low, and he goes, shit. No, I thought it was empty. I think there no, was it, one it, in there. I mean, I saw at least one bullet at up least on the one top. At the top. I think the little indicator window was on his side of the shot. So you Either see way, him, he man. knows that there's more than one person out there, and this isn't going to... So he gets a new magazine yep. and slides it in, and he's like... And when it clicks, he... Ooh, and that little face he makes... Was that in the trailer? That's got to be a trailer yeah, scene. Him clicking and place going... It's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. Uh, Robert Rodriguez has style, and I, I just that. And then he like slowly pulls he it back it to cock it and everything. And every it's just every time he's like trying to be so slow and quiet. Just, and it's just it's fucking cool while it's playing behind the the little chess match of Salma Hayek and Bucho going yeah. on here. Uh, I think the whole but this if whole, you saw him, you would tell me. <laughs> I don't know if that's a chess match because Salma yeah, Hayek yeah, has both really- queens on her side. Uh, yeah, she does. You're talking about her boobers. <laughs> I was not, but that's cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I I just always thought that this scene was really fucking cool. Uh, like him behind there, and he's always in shadows when we see him, and then they're out in in the main part of the bookstore, so they're well lit. Uh, just it's it's a cool juxtaposition here. But he finally leaves, and if you notice, um. His he hasn't seen Bucho. No, he has not yet. seen Bucho. No, he has not. Comes into effect later. Definitely he just does. he just knows him as a name, right? Yeah, and Bush, I'm sure Bush we would know why one. he hates Bucho um, through watching the Marriott. No, the first movie. one we know he hates the guy uh, he has a name like Momo or something. He was the guy in the white suit that was packing the cigarettes after right. his musical number. That was the one. That and he works for Bucho. But he works for Bucho, yeah. Uh, See, this is backstory that I never had. I watched. I went, to, I went None to, of us. Yeah. We learned about he it today. We didn't even know that there was a first or third oh, movie. I thought this yeah, was the one and I, the, Isn't there a fourth as well? I think there's only a third. There's a once upon it's a called Mariachi. Dust Till Dawn from Dust Till Dawn. Uh, yes, sir. That's number four. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Same universe, but not in the trilogy. Samahai nope, got nope. a new profession. No, Antonio. Well, yeah, but she was a vampire in that. She turned into like a snake vampire thing in that movie. Definitely not the same character. <laughs> well, you can be a librarian and then get bit by a vampire and become a fucking vampire. I mean, that's how it happened. Ask for me. my sister, dude. There you go. Vampirean. And a vampire. And a vampire. Damn, I only had She was librarian. bitten by a vampire. There you go. That's how it goes, man. I, that was my job all through high school. Vampire. Like, like, nice, vampire? dude. No, librarian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Made it great for fucking homework. I mean, this was pre-internet, so card catalog was my friend. Woo! Dewey Decimal System. Any, anytime I needed to research. <laughs> right. Yeah, goddamn right, Dewey Decimal System. Uh, anytime I needed to research anything, I am literally in the spot to do that. Uh, ah, goddamn, that makes me think of a st- So there was a, a classmate, I think maybe a year below me, but... Below you. <laughs> yeah. Phrasing. You got it. No, uh, but somehow we were talking and she didn't know 
what the clitoris was. Oh. And I was like. That's the 800s. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, 600s. Oh, 600s. So, so I was Hey, man, like, he was uh, a librarian. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, I, I, I'm working at. Come on over here to the you, uh, the storage come, closet come, and I'll show you. Yeah, I'll be I'll be working and I come down to the library and I'll, and I'll show you. And she's like, okay. And I swear to God, anyway, she showed up and I was like, all right. We went, we went downstairs because that's where the nonfiction section was. That's where that would be. That's where the Dewey Decimal System was. All downstairs. It is definitely nonfiction. And then we went down towards the back room because that's where the 600 section yep. was. Uh, was it past the black curtain? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the a beaded room, curtain. <laughs> the back room. And then we turned around the corner of this fucking floor-to-ceiling bookcase into the backest fucking corner of the building because that's where the 629.8 section was, which is the health books. And she was, like, shaking and so nervous, just like, and I picked and then up Peter a, Frampton starts and, and, playing. Yeah, I pulled it, I pulled this book <laughs> out. <laughs> and flipped, like, it was like a, I don't know some like health journal and flipped open the book and I was like, okay, so here's a diagram and this part's up here. And it's just like showing the fucking medical journal diagram of the entire vagina, the clitoris, all this. And she just was like, oh, and it was Whatever. At, at least five years later before it hit me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! Come to work, and I'll show you where the clitoris. And she was getting nervous because she's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna fucking like fool around. We're gonna do oh, something." Yeah, that you completely fucked up. went and over I my head. Like, and so Dude. here's this book, and she's like, "Oh, he really thought Are that you I didn't know." Serious? <laughs> you fucking whore! Yeah, I so big Jesus, old, big old you dropped that ball. Me. Yep, dropped that one, and I was like, "So there you go." <laughs> he All never right. had it in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So there you go. That's where your that's uh, where your clitoris is. Okay. You All right. You yeah. have a good day. I'm going to go back to work. And you changed her life after <laughs> that. Like men really are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was the lesson she got from all of that. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed off at you, yeah. dude. Like you didn't know. How did you not pick that? I mean, that was the most blatant of all signals. No, I missed out. I'm pretty bad at knowing when I'm being hit. <laughs> I mean, I, I missed it, him telling the story. So, men are stupid. <laughs> you, you missed it secondhand, even. <laughs> yes. I was even trying to set up. So I took her down to the basement, because that's where the nonfiction is. You know, I was like trying to. I was still in my head. I'm like, yeah, medical books. That's definitely nonfiction, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So I know the 600. She. I, I wonder. We need to track her down and see and hear her tell that story. Yes, I would definitely love to hear the other side hear of that from story. Her perspective. I would be interested to hear the other side of that story too. So, uh, all right. So she gets him a guitar, and uh, she's like, "Take away the guns and put this put this in your case instead, and smoke. Put this in your pipe and smoke it." Yeah. Why don't you put this guitar in my case? Um, but he's, they're like laying together. He's just helping her play, whatever. Um, so he's like trying to help her play something. She's just like starts kissing on his neck. She's mm -hmm. not actually interested. She wants to fret his board. Oh, you know yes, saying? she does. And so now here comes the scene. The scene that led to the ruination of a VHS tape in Beloit, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Due to me rewinding over and over and over and over this sex scene. So, there's just, it's it's pretty awkward. I mean, 
The music's great. It's very Santana. Yeah. I believe this is Los Lobos. I don't think Santana's at all on the soundtrack. We'll have to look into that, but... Uh, there's just so much licking and so many, a wall of candles. But again, Robert Rodriguez doesn't give a fuck. I want the stylistic shot. Much like Tim Burton. I want the shot. I don't give a fuck if it makes sense. Who cares if you have an entire wall made out of candles? But there's so much licking. Just randomly licking and rolling spurs along skin. Um, that part's not that sensual. But there is naked Selma Hayek. Which is a gift that the world definitely knew it needed and finally got. Um, so Selma was very nervous about doing this scene. Um, was not, not going to be naked at all. They did, they did talk her into it. And everybody, apparently when they were, the day they were going to film this sex scene, uh, everybody, like the entire crew showed up. Because everybody's like, oh wait. She's gonna get naked. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, man. So, but you hear uh, me. You hear me out of breath. <laughs> so when they shot this love scene, uh, the only people in there were the two actors, and then Robert Rodriguez and the script supervisor. Like it was a closed fucking shot. Sorry, pervs, you're not allowed in here. And then when the, at the premiere of the movie. Selma went with like her mom and her siblings and like brought her family and made them all leave the theater when she knew the scene was coming up. Well, at least close your eyes. Because she didn't want her family to see her naked. I had to close my eyes when uh, the Titanic wo- woman was... Uh, the Titanic woman? Yeah. Kate Winslet? Yeah, that's her name. I'm sorry, got, I am. I am legitimately out of breath. <laughs> from the hot, From the jacking off. It was, just, it was just so hot and steamy, man. Yeah, that VHS tape will never be the same. That's for goddamn sure. It's all sticky. But, oh, Jesus. Well, the remote was. The VHS tape was fine. Because it was an... It's a VHS. It's a VCR. It's enclosed. It was just worn through. I think it probably snapped. <laughs> oh, the so slow-mo? Oh, the, yeah, the pausing. pausing. Rewind, pause, rewind, pause, rewind. Uh, so immediately after the super spur and licking heavy sex scene, we cut to Bucho. Not so good at sex. Not so good at sex. <laughs> Woman grinding on top of him, which is weird because they're both fully dressed. Like her underwear still on, not pulled to the side at all. Her they, underwear still yeah. fully up the middle. You can see when she leans forward. There's no dick in there. They're, there's, they're not. She's just dry humping. I really him. don't think Bucho knows how it works. No. Maybe that's his thing, too. You, you definitely need to take pants off to have sex, Bucho. Well, it's worse is she fakes an orgasm for him and then tries to kiss him and he blows cigar smoke into her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like she a complete can. fucking asshole. Well, she takes it, though. What the hell no, is that? She, she coughs and slaps him and walks. She yeah, she was not him. happy about it. Yeah. And Bucho uh, doesn't give one fucking so shit he get, about he it. He gets on the phone. He's like, he's at the bookstore. I know it. How do you know it? Yeah. I just, I just know it. That whole time that he's with this woman, he's just brooding over, mm-hmm. oh, he's with Selma yeah, right, right now. He's got to be there. That's why Carolina. That's why she's not fucking me, because yeah. he's a, that's the only possible reason she's not fucking me right now. So he calls us number two. He's like, take care of it. And he's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? It's a bookstore. It's a bookstore. Burn it. Burn it. Books are made for burning, right? These and books that's, are made that's for burning. That's sac- well, mine, well, your Fuhrer, not mine. That's just <laughs> what they'll do. Hey, Germans in Mexico have a close time, just saying. By burning books? Well, they, they the Germans came in and came to Mexico, right? One of these days. Nazis? 
Well, that's true. Both countries were very well established before Nazis came around. The Nazis went Nazis to Argentina. More, Nazis more so Argentina and Brazil. That's true. We did a whole emergency exit episode on that. Yeah. On how Hitler survived. So now in Argentina. Well, he's probably dead by now, but didn't kill himself in the fucking bunker. Nah, he's kicking it with Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> and Elvis for some reason. <laughs> no, Elvis dead. Do you know what that man would eat? <laughs> do you, butter, do you know how that man died? Sauce. They found him on the fucking toilet. The toilet. That's right. That going back to last week again, Dennis Leary bit. He had a whole stand up bit about finding okay. Elvis. Okay. They found Elvis dead on a toilet. Okay. And someone flushed the last kingly turd, the last bit of kingly evidence we had on this planet. Flushing down a toilet. Think about what they could have done with that. Mm. You could have fossilized that turd and sold it. Touring museum exhibit. <laughs> Somebody uh, would have bought it. Uh, Stallone, so, maybe. <laughs> oh, Stallone Davler would have bought it. Yo, I got Elvis Presley's last turd. I got a fucking in an airtight container. I ain't gonna it has to wall. be a clear table. Find a glass table now. That's right. <laughs> so, uh... Post good sex scene and bad sex scene, uh, Salma is sitting there at the foot of the bed singing a pretty little song. After she had said that she can't play guitar or she and, isn't well, very good at it, she, she wasn't like, really like playing. Strumming no, a chorus. She had, Mostly she just singing. She knew what she was doing. Oh, she. <laughs> Salma Hayek always knows exactly what she's, she's doing. Oiling, oiling. Sandlot, no. No. Oh, right. The oh, life- was she the lifeguard? No, the lifeguard. she wasn't. He was just saying she knows what she's doing with all the Oh, okay. Squint, squints. Yeah, squints. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Selma was not the lifeguard. Uh, God damn it, she was, though. I would drown myself every day. Every day. Oh, there she is. Wow, l- listen to that. It voice. almost sounds like that. What is she saying? She's just like saying, stay with me. Like, I'm, I'm yours. Don't Stay leave me. me. Don't leave me. Okay. But he's sitting there, you know, like we totally just fucked. And now you're singing me a song. Oh, but wait, what's this? A shadow to my left. A shadow, a shadow to, to my right. right. And I love how he gets his guns out and he just trails them around the building. Meanwhile, they, Selma just the, has her eyes the closed the entire she's time. With her, that's how you know you're emotional. You sing with your eyes closed. That means she's feeling it. And I remember watching this last night and Mrs. Passion was here and she was like, oh, no, because he ends up with both guns pointed at her head. And she's like, no. It's like, of course they're not going to shoot Selma. God damn it. So, But he kicks her off the bed <laughs> and then... Shootout ensues. Just blamo, 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 blamo. Million fucking bullets everywhere. Oh, Once again, scre- not reloading hitting once. the main character. <gasps> yes. Like when he screams that at her. Because then she's all nervous and uh, she puts on two different shoes. Or she puts on one shoe and one grabs shoe. a second shoe, but it happens to be a completely different type of shoe. It's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. They happen and to be the exact same height as well. They Luckily, well, she only has one height of heels. Throughout her entire arsenal, you I'm know this. Saying, maybe maybe. maybe she's just always like, you know, do you know that's her? her height? Do you know her in real life, bro? No, but I have known men, many other women Downstairs. with heels. Many sure. other women. Many, many other women. women. <laughs> anyway, so they y'all be So shooting, shooting, shooting. Blah blah blah. They they try to go down the stairs and they oh shit the bookstore is on Jesus fire. Christo. Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. And this is a uh, this is where Jesus Carolina. Maria and Jose, <laughs> Jose, <laughs> you got to say E, L- little Pepito, right? And wouldn't that be Joseph? If you're gonna go Joseph, Jesus, yes, Mary it's Jose, Joseph. it's Jose. Uh, Jesus Maria and Jose, 
Y José. Y José. Y José. <laughs> the bookstore is en flambe. En fuego. En fuego. Yeah, French flambe. I'm on French there. It's en fuego. Flambe. That's a... No, that's from Boaz. The raspberries. Ah. All right. So they they have to go back up the stairs, but now there's a guy shooting at him, right? So it's a... It's a funny bit where she just says, fuck it, and shoots this guy, and he falls all the way down the stairs, and she just doesn't even think twice that she just fucking murdered a person, so she's totally on board with Her it. Her adrenaline is pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she runs up, and then Antonio fucking double taps, as, as and he's, then goes as up he's a falling few more down. steps and just casually fires Triple back taps. a few more, just like fire behind him randomly as he runs up the stairs. Great. So then May as well have teabagged the guy, too, man. Yeah, fucking... I mean... You know, things are burning. We got to fucking work on this. So they get up to the rooftop. He has no urgency. Uh, uh, sorry, the movie's playing and it's distracting. We need to pause it. Hang on. I got, I got some stuff to say about this part. So here's another thing Antonio saw. They get up to the rooftop. There are guys down in the alley between these two buildings, right? So they, he throws her across. Or she jumps, but he kind of like, go, go, go. She jumps. Uh, they're attached to a crane to achieve the shot, and then he no, throws no, his guitar not before, case. Not before he like eats her face. Oh yeah, super kiss, super kiss. Yeah. Uh, better than the weird lick. Still the licking in that scene. But then he jumps backwards because oh, guys are coming up onto the roof behind him. So he jumps back, almost falls, almost falls like teeters a bit, mm-hmm. and then leaps backwards, firing back. As an- <laughs> it's awesome as fuck. It looks great. I love it so much. But Antonio's talking about how, again, because they had no money, they just hired a crane guy. They didn't get uh, a Hollywood certified guy. They didn't have a guy with any safety training. It's just a dude who's used to, like, here's a pallet of bricks. <laughs> Set it down. Hey, you got to go through training to get crane you certified. Do, this guy wasn't uh, good at making a subtle movement with people. He bumped his head. At one point, because he was going backwards, head first, so his head fucking smashed against the other building. That was actually Antonio Banderas? Yeah, yeah. Flying across the string? Yeah. And so they had to do it a few times, and he's like, I, I mean, I hit my head on the next building and all this shit. Like, I, if any time I could have died, that would have been it. I will <laughs> never do anything like that again. But we just got a guy who's just, like, lifting up pallets and then dropping on him. He didn't know how to fucking swing shit like this. And um, so... It, they also it only, they only had two stuntmen do the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, the, how one of them was the most paid person ever. But I love how he jump, or drops the double grenades down mm-hmm. into the alley, Overkill. and then they walk away, and he says, that's another, that's another thing when they do the huge explosion, and him and Selma are walking away, he's holding her hand. He's like, all of a sudden, I smelt burnt hair. And we looked, and like his hair and her hair had caught fire. Oh, shit. They were so close to the explosion, so they wanted this huge explosion but to make it look like it was bigger, they had to actually be really close be to it. So their hair actually got... Grenades <laughs> don't make that kind of a boom. They do not. They don't. They send out shrapnel, and that's what they do. But this is Hollywood, and also on top of that, it's Robert Rodriguez, and he's his, his style of filmmaking is just... Does it look cool? Again, again like we said with Tim Burton, I don't give a fuck. I want that shot. <laughs> period That's that it. scene that shot that was 100 percent in the trailer yeah that that it, walking away from the explosion on the rooftop absolutely it's, it's like iconic the, really end, end of for the tra- this movie end of the trailer like it's the last scene before desperado hits the fucking screen you know like that's a huge thing and it's awesome so now they're on the the egg, uh, other roof the second roof 
And Bucho pulls up, and he's like laying there, or Antonio's laying on the roof. He's like, oh, fuck, that's him. And he goes, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And he scrambles through his guitar case and finds the one gun he has that actually has a scope. And he's like, oh, it's a pretty good it. scope. And he sets up, he, like, he has his fingers set up, and he's like, almost like a pool cue kind of shot setup thing. But he has his gun sitting on it, but then he gets a look at Bucho. And he has and cold he feet. Can't see, and and he can't see. He, he can't shoot. He can't do it. Feet. He drops the gun. He's like, but meanwhile, Fuck. Carolina has a complete change of and heart. she's like, fucking shoot him! Yeah. Like, no violence, no violence. But fuck, they burned yeah. my bookstore. Fuck yeah, him fuck up. Him. Shoot him, kill him. Kill him. Why kill didn't him. you kill him? Trust me, anyone that has all their earthly possessions blown up if, and they know who's responsible for it, they're not going to hesitate one second. Yes, fucking burn Nick Ryder's house fuck alive. Fuck whoa, him. whoa, 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 whoa. Alive? Oh, <laughs> While he's in it. Why I thought you were a piece of a man. He burned up my whole entire life. I'm <laughs> he fucking with my tomato garden. <laughs> burned his house down. Wait. Took go- my bonsais. He stomped on him. Can you at least say Goober first? No, oh, Goober, I'm going to stomp on him. Burn- <laughs> I'm going to oh, punt him. I'm going to punt him. He's going to go. Burn my house down with me in it, but say Goober first. You're fucking Goober like. Goober uh, has nothing to do with your tomatoes and your bonds. You're like Ron Burgundy. Oh, yeah. What do you love in this world? Uh, I love yeah. a good tequila. And, of course, my little buddy Goober. Oh, well, yeah, this is about to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, this is how I roll. Uh, also, you said tequila. That's right. We are drinking tequila. We're. There wasn't any specific alcohols in this movie, but it's Mexico. In, in the spirit, tequila. So yeah. we're drinking a good tequila here. Well, Camarino, famous. He took his foot and he and punched was, Goober. And this is the the famous one because it's the only one not made in. Was this one you were talking about? One of no, that's a uh, Corralejo. That's the one that's not made in Jalisco. The only one. Jalisco. The only one tequila. It's it's sort of like a champagne thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be yeah. from this one. It's got to be from tequila. Mexico, Well, even bourbon has loosened up its restrictions on like what you can call bourbon as long as it meets up these criteria. Like if you're able to use blue agave, that's all you need to make a tequila is blue agave, right? Yeah, but it has to it has to be the right age. Otherwise, it's not going to taste that great. Right. But this one, I think this one, this one is a the plant takes like six years to be mature enough to actually cultivate it. Yeah, it takes a while for it. But uh, yeah, this white... Camarina is good. Uh, uh, tequila Blanco is just like moonshine for tequila. Like, you know, no, it's distilled, that's, uh, right? that's mezcal. No, no, no. This mezcal is what, <laughs> mezcal is what I'm drinking. That is basically Mexican moonshine. Well, mezcal is also... Uh, it's aged, but it's also a whole different... Uh, no, it's the same plant. It's the they same just, plant. They, they reap it. Reap it, is that the right word? Sow it. Sow it. Uh, but it's four. aged for isn't uh, it's also smoked. There's some sort of smoky. Yeah, they they have these large pits underground. Is that, that everything they throw or the, just mezcal? Just mezcal. Mezcal. That's why. That's why when you drink it, it has those uh, smoky notes. So mm-hmm. it's like Mexican scotch, smokier. Kind of. I mean, it's like a smoky bootleg scotch, I guess. But I was gonna say the blanco is like it's it's pure. Uh, that's why you don't get uh, whiskey that so doesn't have any color. Yes, the color comes it, from the barrels. They don't age it in the sense where they don't put it in a barrel and leave it there. That's where the reposado gets its color. Yeah, añejo reposado. Añejo, that one is even more time. As a bartender, that's like was. Uh, three years. Yeah. I think three, I three or more years. I, I would be happy to drink like añejo or reposado uh, tequila any day. I love anything that you can age and taste good. Like you don't get like that with a. No, I'm I'm driving here in a little bit, so I'm over it. So you like how I just distracted? I was like, yeah, we're let's steer- go. Let's steer this away from killing Goober. We're let's 
Talk about stomping on my dog. Hey, pick his foot. Hey, he stomped him. He stopped Goober. I'm in a glass case full of emotions. Uh, Tequila, mezcal, Mexico. Zoning in. An explosion just happened. That's right. He took his foot. All right. So now we're back at Bucho's where he has all these people lined up in front of him. And he's like, how fucking hard is this? Hey, hey, that guy. I don't know him. I don't recognize him. He's got a gun. Oh, he's got a gun. Blammo. See, how fucking hard is that? How fucking hard? And the guy he blamos Is fucking Shrug. Shrug. Captain Shrug. Oh, Shrugs McGee. What's his name? The diabetes guys? Uh, Brentford? Wilford Brimley. Brimley. <laughs> Mexican Wilford Brimley. What? He shrugged his last shrug. He shrugged his last shrug. I think they. I think the bullet caught him while he was on the, hey, on the, he on was the high end of it. He was starting like, ooh. Hey. He reached peak shrugness. <laughs> <laughs> before, before the bullet ripped his heart open. Um. <laughs> I'd like to think the last thing that went through his head, besides the bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. And hold up a second. I'm seeing that kid that got his leg fucking broken. Coming, going yeah, into see, the. I think that's a common thing in Robert Rodriguez movies. Here he is, like, right here. New scene, you're healed. Like he's just, the, yeah, kid with his leg broken, just walking. That's him. Like it happens in Machete, which is even much later, but you didn't have to worry about budget restraints and all that. And it's like, oh, I'm all shot up. Next scene, he's fine. Like one scene, he's all wounded and he lays on a bed where they crack an egg underneath the bl- the bed. And the next morning, he's totally healed. Egg is cooked for some reason. I don't know what that means. But it's just Robert Rodriguez like, eh, you're healed. You're fine. And uh, I I mean, that so they're not serious movies, you know. Yeah, of course. And, and that's a, it's just kind of his his style. It's it's cool. I like it. But uh, Shrug Guy shrugged his last shrug, as we said. So now he, uh, I don't know, what the fuck am I at? He's now going to... I say, have the note. He confessed that they shot his hand and he can't play. That's like fuck before they fuck, dude. Well, oh, because they're oh, they're talking right now, right? They're laying here. She's laying on the bed because they're hiding out somewhere. I was a musician. Were you any good? <laughs> but they shot my hand. I can't play. So it pissed me off. Now it's easier to destroy than create. He has all these super nice poetic lines. It's easier to pull the trigger than to play a guitar. guitar. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, you said you had all this money saved away, right? She's like, yeah, well, funny mm-hmm. about that. I hid it in all those books it that I knew nobody was ever going to buy. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she did that, but like, what if someone bought that book? Like, what if you went in and bought a book, and then all of a sudden you flipped the page, and there's $500 stuck no, in No, it's there. a library, not a bookstore. No, it's a bookstore. Oh, it was a bookstore. It's a bookstore. Damn. So, like, if, if someone brought up to the counter, would she have to be like, Oh, yeah, let me just bag this up for you. Rifle. Flip, 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 flip. Take that cash out really quick. Here's your book. Great. Yay. Well, she also or said nobody nobody through, reads books in that village. Yeah, nobody reads books. So she knew I was pretty safe. But, like, if someone came through and was, like, going through, like, I don't know if I go to a bookstore, I like to kind of flip through, look at stuff. If I was flipping through, obviously it's going to make a natural separation in the pages. It's going to open up to where all these. That's why you hollow it out. All these bills are. Oh, good. Hollow it out like your rock hammer in Shawshank, right? I would um, I would just pocket that money. I wouldn't even tell the owner. I'd be like, no, it's my fucking money. Oh, yeah. I, I decided not to buy anything today. Thank you very much. 
I had a. I had a. You're acting weird. You're acting weird. I had a. I had a. A moment where that happened. I was at. Uh, I was at a church. And you found money in a book. Yeah, in a hymnal. Yeah. They. Uh, they're like, oh, oh, Damn, please. Someone trying to get the fast track. Please open the graces. hymnals to page three hundred ninety. Fucking. They have too many songs. Uh, yeah, so that's, I. <laughs> that's true. Boop, I. Pop, I pop it open. I mean, it's a dollar. Can't phrasing. Be. But that's I pull dollar. it. I pull. I pull you it. Pull and I was like, dollar. I pull that dollar out, and like, I was like, it was nice and crisp too. And that you didn't have to pay collections that day. No, because I was that was tax free. That, that, that was that was God's church money. was yeah, church God's was money. free that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't tithe. <laughs> yeah, what a racket! What a racket! Is that was that George Carlin had a whole thing about God? God created hell where you have eternal damnation if you do these 10 things he says if you do any of these you burn for fucking eternity but he loves you he loves you and he needs money he needs your money <laughs> where's the money Lebowski uh, the money Lebowski Carlin, uh, very anti-religion well uh, not anti-religion anti-organized money making religion for sure as you should be I feel everyone should be um, so anyway, so coincidentally, like, he was a Scientologist. I mean, that's weird. George Carlin was. Oh, <laughs> would you believe that would be funny? As you, I was about to be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> my life is over as I know it. I, everything I've thought about anything is over. Um, so yeah, she's broke because her money's all burned up now. So she's like, why don't you just call your friends? So he calls Kampa and Kino. 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 Kampa yep. and Kino. Now Kampa, as we talked about earlier, is played by Carlos Gallardo. Gallardo, yeah. Gallardo, El Mariachi himself. We did bring that up at the at the very top of this episode, but because uh, he was part of the opening song sequence, which is like one of my favorite songs. But uh, he makes it back, and he's also a, something else. He might come back in Once Upon a Time in Mexico as a different character all the time. Because Danny Trejo is also in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, playing a completely different character. Because he died, obviously, very much died in this one. Um, yeah, they dragged his body in front of that. Yeah, boy. he was shot like seven times and they dragged his body <laughs> around, yeah. So um, now we get our own Robert Rodriguez special super showdown. He has so many movies that end with a ridiculous over-the-top showdown, and I love every fucking one of them. His friends show up, they stand side-by-side side together. Uh, they Oh, yeah, also when he calls them, bring your guitar. Oh, yeah. So... Is Kino there? Yeah, tell him to come. And uh, bring your guitars. So one of them stands there and he like... Clicks his handles and then just sprays back and forth because they're both machine guns. Little Yeah, and just starts fucking machine guns. That's a that's a special edition guitar case. I think Gator makes that one. Gator, that's a Gator case that makes that one. Yeah. Yeah. Then the other one has a rocket launcher. He does the Shawn Michaels like pose. And yeah, they do the it. thing where he kicks his left leg. Oh out yeah, super far. All the way out. That's the uh, you have to though. That's how you get the proper stabilization to that's not shoot how, this that's fucking not how rocket. You would think stabilization. You don't want one leg directly under you and one stuck way out to the fucking side. Where's the trigger? Like, I'm looking at also, his head, where's, where's the, the trigger? trigger? I love how the fucking end of his guitar just has a flap that opens and rockets come shooting out. Also, he never loads it. All all he does, same as machine gun nah, guy, is shakes like, it. shake the case and the, the, the yeah, handle. Yeah, no, those generally reloads. come with four rounds. Uh, five. 
In oh, this, this one, one it was five. Oh, you know, it's generally five. it's four. Yeah, he standard had, issue had the, is only four, so yeah, there's a continuity issue, issue on this one for exactly. sure. No, he, I just agree. Has, he just has an upgrade. <laughs> he has a special... The special upgrade. Issue. Double dose of pimping. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Upgrade. Rocket launcher. I mean, and it's stupid as fuck, but again, like, Robert... It's just... That's it his really, thing. It really was lame. But it's awesome. Still, at the same time, like, that's a fucking rocket launcher guitar case. That's so stupid. But it's awesome. It's but, not stupid. Uh, what was it? What was you know it? What? Who, who had fully the uh, on board, fully on board for it? I posed like that with my Gatling guitar case before. Cases, <laughs> the Gatling gun cases. Yeah. They uh, he he uh, he just shakes it as well. And that yeah, and that's like his reloading <laughs> essentially. Come, or uh, come on, yeah. come on, man! <laughs> Cocking I mean, it. There's a, we're we're talking about a universe where in there is a cock gun, where the cylinders are both off of either side, yeah. not in any way connected to the barrel, yeah. and somehow it shoots out of. Both of those cylinders at the same time. It doesn't make logistical sense. Again, as we talked about earlier, physics right out the window. Doesn't matter. It's a Robert Rodriguez movie, man. It doesn't look cool. Just use your imagination to have fun, and it makes sure it looks fucking cool. That's all that matters. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, I, I mean, again, it's stupid. And I think first through 20th time I've seen this, this is pretty stupid, but I love it. It's entertaining as fuck. So they're killing people, they're blowing up cars, and they're doing great. Both of his friends, of course, end up getting shot and murdered. Wow, wow. That's Die. what happens when you show yeah, up and yeah, you're introduced yeah. in the third act. You ain't surviving the third act. Yeah, it was. You don't get introduced and make it to the end. You don't no, just no, no, get no, to no, come no, into no, this no, no, rally no, 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 at the end of the day. Yeah, that ain't how this There's works. There's no ch- checkoff survival here. You, yeah, yeah, right. you guys were dead in the beginning. Uh, you're going to be dead at the end. Checkoff introduces at the first act. For things that will happen in the third, you introduce. You didn't exist at the beginning. What makes you think you're going to exist at the end? Exactly right. right. That's right. Exactly right. So they (laughs) both get taken out, but they do help him take out the majority of Bucho's gang. So they do a lot. And then he, at one point, he looks over and sees the kid. Who, I'm sorry, kid. I know that you want to sit on the streets and practice your guitar because that's the best place to practice your instrument yeah. is just on a loud street. But if there's a shootout there's a and gun battle going on around, maybe take your guitar elsewhere, so buddy. So it sounds like you're saying he got what, what he deserved. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Damn, Nick Ryder's hard. He was, he was, he was asking for it. Personal accountability not take effect. Uh, so, but the kid gets shot. Because well, to be fair, his uh, his dad is is a uh, is a dead. He's a heroin addict or whatever's going on. Deadbeat. Uh, he just watches TV. Well, then go watch TV with your dad. And play guitar there. Leave the rockets alone. <laughs> Every time he goes and hangs out with his dad, he gives him a new guitar. That's right. <laughs> Man, I wish. God, every time I visited my dad, like, I dad, got a I new just guitar. Want your love. And a new guitar. <laughs> Shut up. Take this guitar. There's going to be a, a Cadillac yeah. driving. Ah, oh, not another guitar, Dad. Uh, I can't play mine. So uh, the guys are shot. Kids shot. Selma Hayek gets into a Jeep, just drives right over two guys. Pretty awesome. I believe that's a Bronco. Oh, is it a Bronco? I think uh, it's a Bronco. Bronco Jeep? Did Bronco make Jeep? No. Broncos are like Jeep looker. Like, no, 1994. But it's like completely OJ? convertible. It looks like an army Jeep. Well, they they make the Broncos. Just a Bronco without the, the typer. Yeah, the, without the, the typer. You can take the thing, goddamn right. Just like Selma in this movie. Finally, you can take Woo! that top off. Fuck yeah! So right. uh, she drives over two guys, and they load up the kid. Drive over number two, the second goon, who's standing there, is out of bullets. Like ah, and they just run him over anyway and take off. That's a right. brutal run over too. Yeah, it's it's. I think what Austin Powers was parodying with the 
when he's in like the back or not the back of the forklift. No. Oh, that that. Was, yeah, because he was he was still a ways over. away. He could have stood up and just walked yeah, away. Yeah, totally. And that was the joke of the movie, which I think they were making fun of this when the guy's like, no. And then they finally eventually get to him with the the Bronco Jeep. Uh, so now the <laughs> uh, kids in the hospital not doing well, and Antonio. Oh, now Antonio's super pissed off. This kid, I don't even know anything about. Now, I, now I'm pissed. I taught him the song that my so, wife died at. Yeah. How can I reach these kids? I taught him how to finger pick. <laughs> I picked his fingers. <laughs> so they get, oh, they, man. they get to Bucho's place, and of course we find out that they're brothers. Like, you couldn't have saw that Hermanos, coming. Hermanos, bro. Dos Hermanos. So I did, bro definitely Manos. did not see that was coming. That the, was that the chicken restaurant in Los Breaking Bad? Los Pollos Hermanos. Los Pollos Hermanos. That would make sense, chicken, right? Chicken. chicken bros. Chicken bros. Oh, we're chicken bros. Is that when you both have sex with the same woman? We're chicken bros? No, that's es- that's es- no, Eskimo twins? Eskimo well, twins. Well, right, but Mexican culture. Oh. No, they wouldn't have Eskimos. Just still about. <laughs> Does North American culture have Eskimos? Come on. Come what, do you, on. what do you think Canada is? Not Eskimo land. That's. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> For the what? record, that's Antarctica. Well, I think that's where they're at. That, no, they're they're, they're Arctic. They're Arctic. And where the fuck do you think Ar- the Arctic North. is? Well, they're not Arctic. Is they're it? Not North is Pole it? Arctic. A- Antarctic is south. Fool. So is Ant just like mean like south? Opposite. Opposite. Oh, oh, Ant. Anti. Anti. Damn! Wow. Yeah. You learn something new every so, day. Yeah, there are Inuit people in Canada. They do butterfly tastes because you can't kiss in real life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is this, the future from Demolition Man over here? <laughs> over here, what, eh? Yeah. Well, I imagine right. the spit so will freeze. So now they're talking. Butch, of course, has the super bad guy monologue. Blah, 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 blah. Dad would be mad at both of us now because you were his boy. You were his mariachi, his guitarista. And I was the asshole. And now you're also an asshole. And Dad would hate that both of his kids are assholes. He had a whole not thing exact, about that's it, not that's, based, you know, that's the I'm, gist. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. And so he's like, now I'm going to shoot her. Oh, I killed the woman you love, and you're upset, but, but don't you love her now? See, everything gets replaced, man. What are you so pissed about? You got a new fucking woman now. What's your fucking proud? Now he's from the Bronx. I don't know. And if they had not killed off Mr. Shrug, yeah. they could have panned over to him and be like, mm. makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. He would have got his first line. Makes sense. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Like, he's actually the guy behind everything. Uh, so he's about to kill Caroline. He's like, well, okay, because now I'm going to make you watch the new woman you love die. And then I'm going to shoot your other hand. But I'm not going to kill you, brother. I'm just going to torture you a bit and then wound you a little bit yeah. more. It's family, and then man. you're going to have to wander the earth like that. Mad Max style. Yep. Which he does say Mad Max style. It's crazy. Couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe they put that line in this movie. It's weird, weird right? crossover. No, man, it was, a, it was really happening here. Yeah, what? I am Wild. the Night Rider. <laughs> uh, so right as he's about to do it again, we get like the first thing he does: the the big arm wave, which brings the guns up out of the sleeves, and then two guns sideways over each other. Blamo, blamo, kill blamo. shot, kill shot. El Dono. Yep. El completo. And kills Bucho. Put and a put a fork in that guy. 
we're expected to to believe him and her make it out of that compound unscathed when it was you know him across from his brother and all of his brother's goons back. There weren't that him. many. There was the tough lady that they referenced a lot. They were out. Who never she was a badass. Yeah, but uh, well, see, the unwritten rule is that if your sibling kills you, you become the leader. So they didn't shoot him because then he became. I've read that before. Yeah, yeah. I'd be. Re- I've read that before. Uh, El respect- it actually happened El to a friend of mine. Well, I think that yeah. happened in uh, what was that last movie where Van Damme killed the guy in charge, and then everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's one. Oh, you're the like, boss so now. It's not even Get like brothers way, necessarily. Man. It's just, just power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You killed the guy in charge. Oh fuck. So are you gonna pay me? Hey, uh, it's just like can Archer I get weekly instead of bi-weekly now? <laughs> Uh, Can we get per diem too? We were thinking of four right, union. You send us on a bunch of trips, man. Like I can't just be killing no people, man. All right, so yeah, the heat. You see him firing the double guns, and it like kind of a slow motion. Fade it just to black. flashes white after he shoots. Bu- and, uh, uh, Bujo. Yep. Then back to the hospital. Kids doing okay. Kids' dad is there, so that's all good. Don't worry. Practice. No, no kids were harmed in the <laughs> yeah, filming of this keep movie. Keep practicing, kid. Keep practicing. Physically harmed. And then out at the hospital, he again. Did I thank you? No, I will. And then he walks off, and he's walking on the highway with the guitar case. There was no look back after that. Scene no, not too, a look man. back. There's always there's supposed to be a look back, but he's too tough. <sighs> but Salma should have looked back. Carolina, I'm sorry. I'm Carolina sorry. No, Antonio should have looked back because you know what's behind you, Salma. Goddamn high end. Yeah, you I'd look back. At. You look back. I would have never stopped looking. Yeah. You know what? What? What's that? Give up guitar? Give put. Yep. This guitar case full of guns. You want a gun? Done. Yep. Drop it down in an alley and throw two grenades on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he's walking down the highway and she catches up to him in their Bronco Jeep, and she's like, "You know what? I decided. I want you to thank me right now." He's like, "Oh, okay." Oh, right and he now. climbs in. He goes. Thank you. And super oh, kiss. Wait, wait, hold on. He fucking chucks his guitar Well, no, case. they kiss. And then, he, and then he chucks the guitar case and they drive off. And you think, oh, okay, here come credits. But no, one last gag. Rivers come back and he picks the guitar case back up. He's like, yeah, you don't know. I don't know why he's French. There. Next town isn't for a couple of miles. Yeah. Yeah, there are two guys in a town back that way. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be glad to oil you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they pick up the guitar case and drive off, and then that's it. Credits, credit song. All right, thoughts, <coughs> proverbial horn. <coughs> All right. Uh, well, Manny goes first. Manny first. Yes. Oh, go yes. first. Yes. first. Um, well, this was the uh, first time that I saw this movie after many years. I was a child when I saw it, so. Imagine how I felt about Sama Hayek. Hell yeah. Uh, I'd give it a rewatch. It's 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 definitely, it's a, you don't have to pay too much attention because you already don't know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah, I'll give it a rewatch. All right. I got to semi-agree with Great Joe. Great breakdown. I've watched this movie, <laughs> like, it was always on for some reason. That and Dawn, uh, da, 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 what is he, uh, what's that other movie? Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. From. From Dust Till Dawn. Sorry. From Dust Till Dawn. These two always got confusing for me, which I guess because they're written by the same dude, so yep. that makes a lot of sense. Tarantino's in uh, it. I don't hate it. this movie. It, there's some nostalgia in there for me. Um, Antonio Banderas is my man. Tony. We just call him Tony where I'm Tony, from. Tony, yeah. yeah. Tony Bandy. 
He's uh, he's a fucking stud in this. He is a sexy Spaniard. In this I am. Movie. He's just kind of a stud. Like, we in general. always talked about Bradley Cooper being the fucking handsome dude, but Antonio showing him up in this one. Um, this is not as fun as Dust Till Dawn. And Dust Till Dawn's already not even the rewatch, otherwise we would have seen it already. No, because it's from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, is it in the rewatch? Uh, you'll find out. We, in a we shall of see. It's not. So <laughs> that sounds like it's not going to be in there. Um, so uh, no, either way. From Dust Till Dawn isn't, but from Dust Till Dawn 3 through 5 definitely are. Is? No. Oh, about to say, no. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this show sucks. I just sucks. can't believe they made that many sequels to that fucking movie. Um, I'm going to give this a very, very light rewatch. All right. It's, I'd rather watch Shelby is still a W. I'd rather watch Demolition Man from uh, than watch this movie. All right. Any day. <laughs> hey, man, I can't blame you. I oh. like Demolition Man. That was a good movie last it week. It was a good one. It was a good Better one. Better than Antonio Banderas. Huh? Uh, I've never seen this movie. But there are less titties in Demolition Man, but there are less the lone balls in... That's why. That's, that's why. A fair trade off. Yeah. There's, there's also, there's also 100 percent more Sandra Bullock in Demolition Man. Yeah, but you got, got Salma Hayek in this one. But and Salma Hayek get, is in a bunch of other things that are right, much better. But she get you get naked Salma Hayek. You do not get naked Sandra Bullock. God, mm. I would pay. A let me introduce of money to you that. to a bunch of. Let me introduce you to my Selma Hayek private collection. <laughs> oh, well, I don't need to know about your peeping Tom days. You keep trying to bring that up, Manny, and you know I just am not interested in that crime. Yeah, you know I had to. I had to stop because I fell off a tree and got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Good one. Good All one. Right. Good one. All right, Brandon. <laughs> um, I've never seen this movie. I. I'm almost certain I've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Maybe. Johnny uh, Depp's Which is John the third Depp's one, right? Yeah. 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 So I think I've, at least parts of that one. Um, I did enjoy this movie. Uh, kind of like Carlos, not near as much as Demolition Man. Probably because of Sandy B and my affinity for her. Uh, but it is still very much rewatchable, and I would rewatch it. There we go. There we go. Uh, I mean, for me, yeah, this is... This is infinitely rewatchable. This movie is just, it's its pretty cheesy. It's just a lot of fun. Great shootouts, good action scenes, but it's like so tongue-in-cheek and kind of goofy, cheesy in a way, but in a good way. Like, it totally works. Uh, once Upon a Time in Mexico, he tries to do it again. It does not work. The cheese factor does not play with the action scenes well enough. There's one where Johnny Depp has his eyes ripped out and he my like, eyes, my he's eyes. Blind in a street with this very obvious fake blood painted on his face, trying to get in a shootout while he's. It's so goddamn stupid. It doesn't always work out, but I feel like it fucking nailed it in this. Uh, I am one hundred percent behind. Watch Desperado any and every single time you possibly fucking can. This movie fucking rules. So it's a hard. good thing you have a, a DVD now versus That's a VHS. Right. That that yeah, is Manny was VHS to VHS to be an asshole. Yeah, that's not infinitely watchable. It's, that thing would have snapped. Oh no, yeah, we know what it, it happened before. I'm sorry, IGA video that I destroyed <laughs> your Desperado video cassette because that thing definitely didn't play right at that one section, and you know what I mean. Uh, so. Find us on Twitter at The Rewatch Party. There. Tell us what you think about Desperado. Maybe Robert Rodriguez in general. 
don't know. What do you yeah, how do you, a, how do you feel about his little cheesy action mashup thing he's got going on? He's a regular. Email us. Email us at therewatchpartygmail.com. Maybe uh, you have some fun uh, VHS rewind, pause, rewind, pause, rewind, pause stories. Let us know. Uh, join us next week when we get Al Pacino. We join Al Pacino's law firm and Charlize Theron tries to paint an apartment for way too fucking long in The Devil's Advocate. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon and Manny. And thanks for rewatching. Can I get a cleaner mug? This one's dirty. Fuck you, man. A young attorney has the chance of a lifetime. Milton Chadwick Waters. We want you to come to New York. All expenses, first class, travel and lodging. You and your wife. Oh, my God. He will enter a place of wealth and ambition. We've got 40 partners vested at the moment. In addition to our corporate clients, we're currently representing about 25 foreign countries. He's got you scheduled for 15 minutes, so make the most of it. John Milton. Kevin Lomax. Well, what's that like? One day you're putting them away, next day you're setting them free. Takes a little getting used to. Pays better, though, doesn't it? Welcome to Babylon, Ma. Speak of the devil. <laughs> a world of power and seduction. Who's that with the senator? Controlled by one man. I swear he can hear us. Hell, he can smell us. He will make your dreams come true. Want to come upstairs and... Now? He will grant your fondest wish. I'm just warming my hands on your talent. You know what I see? I see the future of this law firm. He knows your greatest fear. Milton is into everything! Arms brokering, chemical weapons, toxic waste, money laundering for the Eastern Bloc. I mean, it goes on and on. I don't like it here, Kevin. And he knows the price of your soul. Let's make a beef. Who are you? Oh, I have so many names. I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. God likes to watch. He's an absentee landlord. Keanu Reeves. He's always been there. I know that now. Al Pacino. As God sleeps late. We will win. It's my time now. <laughs> the Devil's Advocate.